0: Hi guys, welcome back. It's Saturday morning, May 22nd. It, no, it's not morning. It's almost 4 o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) Welcome to Your Social Anxiety Bestie, the show about showing up, even when we're scared. I'm Sadie, and I'm here to share the truth about what it's like to live with social anxiety disorder. I was diagnosed with severe social anxiety and perfectionism in 2018, and since then I've been nerding out on all things anxiety and healing. My goal is to help you feel less alone and give you tips to face your own social fears wherever you are on your journey. I hope today's episode reminds you that even though social anxiety is lonely, you are not alone. Let's jump in. welcome back. Um, I have kind of like an informal episode for you today. A few episodes back, I took you along shopping with me when I went to a couple of stores and I just shared some of the anxious thoughts I was having. And you guys seem to like that and just like that real time, like seeing anxiety in action perspective. So I have something similar, but a little different for you today. Um, earlier this week, I had to go to a garden center with both kids. My kids are young in lockdown. And what I did was instead of taking you along, because that would have just been too much with both kids there. I wrote down the anxious thoughts I was having beforehand and the anxious thoughts during, Um, I didn't, obviously I didn't write them down in the moment, but I remembered what I was going to write down. And then I wrote down the anxious thoughts after, And I wanted to share that with you, and like the reason that I broke it down this way is that social anxiety really strikes in three phases around a situation. You've got the anxious thoughts leading up to the situation, and then you've got the anxiety that you have to deal with during the situation, and you've got the after effects, the rumination. You've got dread beforehand, anxiety during, and rumination afterwards, thinking of all the things you did wrong or should have done. Um, so yeah, um, breaking it down like that was a big part of my therapy and I, I, I try to remember those phases. I call them like, I like to think of them as the pre-party, uh, the main event and then the after party for anxiety. So anyway, I will share all that with you. But before I jump in, I wanted to tell you just a couple of updates. So I have a speaking engagement coming up. I'm going to be speaking at something called Coachella, which is a free business building and blogging virtual festival that's being hosted by the Blogging Breakthroughs group. So that's run by Faith Mariah. I'm in her mastermind. And uh, yeah, I got picked to be one of the, I think there's 17 speakers. And it's it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. It's May 28th and 29th. Tickets are free. I'll put a link in the description um, there's so many cool speakers coming. There's um, the first one is Coraline Hazelwood, who is badass, and her presentation is called How to Turn Your Mess into a Six-Figure Online Business the Easy Way. And then there's Manifesting Wellness in Your Life and Business by Kelly McKillop. Um, Rebecca Forst is doing one on truths and tips for overcoming blogger procrastination. And then two people you might recognize because they've been on the podcast. We have Sandy D. She was in in an episode a couple of episodes back and her presentation is called Channel Your Inner Rockstar, Kick Ass on a Podcast. And then the other one you might recognize is Megan. Uh, Megan was also on the show. So hers is called Emotional Intelligence for Bloggers, How to Get Out of Your Head and Listen to Your Heart. And then mine, I'm actually the very last speaker, <laughs> which means I get to be anxiously awaiting my turn for two days. Uh, mine is called Permission to Show Up Scared. And it includes, um, well, all the presenters are including freebies. And my freebie is a Permission to Show Up Scared workbook. So it's got journal prompts, affirmations, and a place for you to sign your own permission slip to show up scared. So yeah, check out the link in the description. And I hope you can tune in. Um, yeah once you sign up the ticket is free and then everyone's going live in in the Facebook group but when you sign up you'll get all the details and the other thing I wanted to let you know about is for people who are subscribed to my email list I've been sending out some freebies this week I sent out the bestie manifesto earlier this week Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while one of the very early episodes I talked about writing The Anxious Creator's Manifesto, and I read an excerpt from it. Basically, that turned into the Bestie Manifesto. It's like a one-page pep talk um, for dealing with basically your inner mean girl. And yeah, so I sent that out. And then today I sent out um, 10 journal prompts for reframing socially anxious thoughts. And yeah, so if you sign up to my email list, I will put a link. Um you I'll make sure that whoever signs up gets gets all these freebies the reason I'm sending these out is that they're just basically a thank you for following along my journey as I'm learning to overcome my own social anxiety and also learning to help others with theirs and eventually these will be like part of a toolkit or a bundle or something but for now I just want I just want you guys to have access to them and I'm always open to feedback on how to make them better Okay so let's talk about Home Depot. Earlier this week I had to go to the garden center because I want to try container gardening with my two kids who are four and six. Container gardening basically means we're gonna try to grow herbs and um, like carrots and sunflowers but in containers instead of in the ground. I thought that would be interesting, a little easier for kids, and just in case we end up moving, which is on the which is on the horizon, but nothing for sure. Um, but if we end up moving and we fall in love with our our sunflowers, we can take them with us. Okay, but the, I, the ideal situation for me was not to bring both kids. It's just that with my husband working um, during during the week, like there, I, I just had to if I wanted to get this get the get the things, then I had to take the kids with me. So I decided to be brave, um, even though I was not really looking forward to it. Uh, it, it, it went really well. (laughs) I have to say that it went really well. The kids were amazing because they're a little older. Like if they had been two, two and and three or something like that, I don't think I would have done it. But anyway, I'm going to read you the anxious thoughts that I had before going to the garden center. And here they are. So I was thinking things like they won't let me in with two kids Because the preference right now is one person from a household. But sometimes you got to bring your kids with you. Um, I was also thinking, okay, maybe they will let me in, but it will be begrudgingly. The kids will run wild, which will make everyone uncomfortable, which will lead to them judging me. I will feel stressed about navigating with a shopping cart and two kids and all the stuff. I will snap at the kids. I will buy the wrong things. It will be stressful and exhausting. So there's a lot of common themes for social anxiety in there. Worrying about people judging me, worrying about not being able to cope, um, trying to predict the future and assuming that I won't buy the right things and and like just sort of discounting all my coping skills. Um, But my anxiety level was not high, high because I've had practice dealing with these thoughts. Okay, so here's how it actually went. These are thoughts I wrote down, um, just just thinking back to how I felt in the moment. So overall, I was anxious, but it was manageable. It was hard to find a cart, but we did. (laughs) But the cart was busted, and it had to be pulled backwards instead of pushed, so I had to pull the kids. (laughs) And... They wanted to sit on the cart. It was kind of like a flatbed cart, not, a, not your typical shopping cart. And there were big signs on it that said, that said, don't let your kids on it. And I was like, this is not going to work without the kids on the cart. So I, I, I was like an inner rebel. And I let out my inner rebel and let the kids go on the shopping cart. And it was fine and nobody said anything. Um, I was apologetic to people. I did snap at the kids, but then I also praised them for being awesome Um, We got everything we needed. I reminded myself that lots of people are anxious right now. That's like the sort of self-compassion, common humanity angle. Uh, Lots of people are feeling anxious right now. Shopping in a garden center with masks and all these rules is not what we're used to. So I'm not the only one that's nervous. I reminded myself that I'm okay. And that not every single person in the store is an expert who is looking at me thinking I'm incompetent. I reminded myself to look outward instead of just inward and i was able to see that other people were struggling with shopping carts other people were struggling to find shopping carts other people weren't sure what to buy other people were dropping things people were basically just being people but with social anxiety we forget to look outward sometimes and we just look inward and assume that we're doing it wrong and everyone can tell when really, if you look out, you can see lots of examples of other people not doing it perfectly. And I not uh, like once you start looking for that, I've seen that so many times. Um, like, for example, not to get off track too much, but when I was doing my therapy at the hospital, my social anxiety therapy, um, there was a parking lot that you had to use and it was tight. Like there were some awkward places where medians were placed And a couple of times I bumped the median and felt like an idiot. And then once I started learning to look outward, I realized that lots of drivers bump that median. Um, So it's not just me. Lots of people were doing it. And then I started to think, oh my God, what if they're feeling terrible about themselves because they think they're the only ones that bump the median. But I bumped the median too. Should I go tell them that I bumped the median? Anyway, I didn't. But (laughs) okay, let's get back on track um at least two people helped me when I got stuck with the shopping cart so that was nice okay and then my thoughts afterwards um in the past I have definitely torn myself down afterwards for like kicking myself for being quote-unquote so stupid and awkward and stuff like that even though objectively I don't think I was those things now um yeah so here are my thoughts afterwards this is what managing anxiety looks like it means it doesn't mean not having anxiety not having those thoughts it means understanding them being mindful of them and being able to do the things anyway um i was glad i prepped the kids beforehand by explaining the rules right now about not touching things and not going near people just a reminder because i mean they they know this right now but they're young um On the way home, it gave me a chance to explain anxiety to my kids. I was able to explain that in situations like that, mommy's brain feels like she's in danger and feels like everyone doesn't like mommy. Um, But mommy has learned that that's not true, that I'm not in danger. We are not in danger. We are safe. But anxiety feels like being in danger. So I I think I said it a little bit better than that in the moment, but they seem to sort of understand in their own child way. Um, I noticed that I was not as exhausted after the fact as I have been in the past. An event like that may have completely wiped me out for the whole day just because of the adrenaline dump and just being in that anxious state, but I was actually okay. I was able to do the gardening when we got home and, and stuff like that. So That's another important takeaway, I think. Like it's not always going to be as exhausting um, because exposure sessions and practicing and facing your fears, like that can be really tiring, but it's not always going to be like that. And then uh, the last thing I wrote was, the last two things I wrote were, it takes time and that's okay. And if I can do this, anyone can. And I really believe that that's true because I used to not, I, You know, 10 years ago, I wouldn't even have gone to a garden center alone, let alone with two kids. I mean, I didn't have two kids 10 years ago, but you know what I mean. Um, I couldn't drive. I couldn't. There were so many things I couldn't do. And if I did the things, it was because I had to. And I was white knuckling my way through them with terrible stomach aches and just all these physical symptoms and evil, evil brain bully thoughts. So if I can get here... Doing these things, you can too. And I know that I'm not a therapist, but I am a super hardcore social anxiety nerd, and I'm learning as much as I can um, to to keep healing myself, and also because I really, really want to help you too. Social anxiety is treatable. I've read that. I've read that in all of the books that I've read about social anxiety, and in the therapy, social anxiety is treatable. Um. And awareness is a really good first step because understanding social anxiety and the, the things that it makes you think and feel, it helps you detach yourself from it a little bit. And you start to think, oh, maybe, maybe those thoughts are not true. Maybe that's not just who I am. Maybe that's anxiety. You get a little bit of space between it and and you start to break free. So... Anyway, I hope that's interesting. I did want to mention before I go that um, this podcast has been picked up by something called Anxiety Radio Live, which is a new and growing online radio station. It's streaming curated podcast episodes from a variety of shows, including mine. And it's organized by Drew Linsalata uh, of The Anxious Truth. And yeah, I'm going to put a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. And then the final note before we wrap up is about the book club. So if you've been thinking of joining the Socially Awkward Book Club, which is my book club on Patreon, um, we're getting close to starting our June book. And the June book is The Introvert's Way by Sophia Dembling. I'm not sure if it's Sophia or Sophia. I've heard both. Um, And if you join now, you'll have time to get settled and catch up on all the goodies and printables, and you'll be able to join the private Facebook group and vote on our summer books, because the poll is still up right now. And it seriously has the best book club members. They're thoughtful and kind and warm and enthusiastic book lovers, so you will be among friends. And these are friends who understand shyness and social anxiety and the feeling of social awkwardness. And I wanted to just sort of explain the title a little bit, The Socially Awkward Book Club. Um, It's a little tongue-in-cheek. because The thing is that people who who have social anxiety, we think we are socially awkward. We think we come across as being completely socially incompetent and awkward. But in reality, that is social anxiety making us think those things. Um, And based on what I've read, people with social anxiety do not tend to have below average social skills. We have average or above average and a lot of positive qualities come along with social anxiety, which is a topic for another episode. So I called it the socially awkward book club because I think a lot of us will identify with that, but we're actually not that socially awkward to other people. We just feel that way. So anyway, I love the book club name and I really would love you to join And between you and me, um, the price of the book club will almost certainly be going up on July 1st. I'm going to be moving it off Patreon onto a more customizable platform. And I have so many amazing things planned to make it like the best place for shy bookworms. And anyone who is a member before July 1st will get to keep the current rate, which is the founding member rate Um, in Canadian dollars. It's $7 a month. So get in the book club now and you'll get to do so much and you'll get to be you get to guide the book club's, um, growth and yeah, I would just love to have you in there. And I just wanted to add in a completely like raw and honest note that things are really starting to come together for your social anxiety bestie and the socially awkward book club. And it's awesome, but it's also terrifying. Um, I've got like the Coachella speaking engagement the podcast is getting picked up by things like Anxiety Radio Live. Um, I have, I'm recording an interview with a really awesome author that I'll tell you about soon. Um, like my, my social anxiety idol I'll get to interview. Um, and I've signed up for like confidence coaching certificate and I'm, I'm just... Things are coming together and it's amazing. But my anxiety, my social anxiety, is kicking and screaming. I am going through some pretty serious growing pains. And I think that's just what happens. It probably happens to people even who don't have social anxiety. But it's like when you're ready, when you're getting close to leveling up in your life or in your business or in whatever, um, anxiety in your brain, it just wants to keep you where you are because that's what's safe because you're alive still. Um, so it's like, nope. Nope, nope, we're going to freak out. We're going to put on the brakes. We're not going to do it. We're just going to spin our wheels. So I'm dealing with that right now. But it's okay because once you start to understand anxiety and social anxiety, you can start getting the upper hand on it. It is okay to do the thing while scared. I'm just going to keep saying that to myself <laughs> until I'm until I am no longer scared. And if I am never not scared anymore, well, then that's fine. At least I still get to do the things. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you liked this episode and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I hope you found it helpful. Anxiety thrives on avoidance and we can take back our power by just showing up like you did today. Remember that you are probably underestimating how strong and wonderful you are, and you're probably overestimating how perfect and put together other people are. So show up scared. Show up imperfect. Just show up. And while you're at it, come find me on Instagram at your social anxiety bestie so we can be awkward together.